Okay, class, we are ready to go for tonight. I'm not going to be long, but I will be strong tonight. So get your notepads out. Get the family together. Turn it on YouTube. Turn on your smart TV. Look, it on, look at it on TV because we want to make sure that we get the word of God to your family tonight. Now, we're still dealing with the, the year of multiplication. This is the year that God will multiply us. I'm telling you, I'm seeing it. My family's seen it. My, my daughter got some, some great news today. My oldest daughter, she's already a year ahead. She's 16 um, in the 11th grade. And she just found out today that she can actually graduate earlier than next year, than, than her May and June and her senior year. And man, the, the, the girl is blasting off. That's my 16-year-old. My 12-year-old, A's, a B here or there. She's killing in uh, advanced courses. Uh, my wife, myself, God is, my, God is multiplying. Hear me. God is sending multiplication. You know, uh, my daughter, this next semester, again, she'll, she'll have a 4.0. As a senior, she'll she'll go into her senior year with a 4.0. That means scholarships, full rides, hey cabo. You don't gotta be excited. I'm excited because God is multiplying. This is the year of multiplication. And so if you follow the word of God that we're teaching, if you are passionate about pursuing his promises and the principles that he has to get to those promises to release those promises in your life, you will see them. The word of God is true. The word of God is real. The word of God works. And so we want to take this word we're teaching for the purpose of you taking this word and applying it to your everyday life. That's what with everyday church. Now, tonight, I wanna to deal with uh, uh, one particular topic. I won't be long. I wanna deal with the art of abundance. Okay, I love this. The art of abundance. There's an art to everything. And tonight I'm going to teach you how to master abundance in your life. <laughs> oh my God. How to put yourself in a process where you are operating in the art of abundance. You know, some people uh, uh, play basketball, but Michael Jordan was an artist. Like he, he mastered that craft. You know, some people just sing, you know what I mean? But Karen Clark Sheard is an artist. You know what I mean? It's my favorite, I, pr I promise you. She's an artist because she, she does it on a different level than everybody else. She has an anointing and ability that's just different. She's an artist, she masters her craft. Man, what if we could master abundance? Oh my God. What if we could be the Michael Jordan of abundance? What if we could be the LeBron James of abundance? Like what if, what if we could be uh, 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 like Tom Brady of, of abundance, man? That's, that's like, we, we, we've got to position ourselves not to just operate in a good financial flow. I, I'm talking about mastering and be, being an artist when it comes down to abundance, how do I master abundance in my life? How do I position myself and my family to have a, a cycle, a consistent flow of abundance in everything that we do? That's what I'm talking about tonight. The art of abundance involves three levels, okay? Write these down. The art of abundance involves three things. It involves your identity, 
It involves your activity and it involves your entreaty. Okay. Your, your identity, your activity, your entreaty. So abundance involves three things. Remember this class. It involves your identity top here, your activity next right here, and your entreaty. I'll explain what entreaty means if you don't know. I'll get to that part. But this is what involves and this is what's needed for you to master your abundance and to master abundance. All right. Now, let's get into this. Let's talk about identity first and then we'll go through the rest of this. Your identity. <clears throat> um, your, your identity must be associated with the work that you do for God. OK, when you are the master of abundance and you are an artist and you understand the art of abundance, your identity is connected to what you do for God. And so you are seeing yourself as a full time laborer of the Lord. What is your identity? <clears throat> Put it in the chat real quickly. I am a full time laborer of the Lord. When, when, when I am the master of abundance, I understand the fact that I am a full-time laborer of the Lord. Number two, you are selected, you are a selected servant of the Savior. He said that you are chosen generation, royal priesthood. You, you've been selected, okay, to serve the Savior. That's your identity. That's who you are. That's, that's what you do. I am a servant of the Savior. Come on, you say it out of yourself. I am a servant of the Savior. Hallelujah. You see yourself as a person that's been assigned, read this, assigned and anointed for abundance. When you are a master of abundance and you have you understand the art of abundance, your identity is you are a full-time laborer of the Lord. Somebody say it. I'm a full-time laborer. <clears throat> Come on, say it. I, I, I'm, I'm full-time for God. Full-time now, full-time. Because this is not something that you can do in and out. Hear me. This is not something that you can do in and out. You cannot say, well, I'm serving God today and I'm working for God tomorrow, but I'm not working for him Thursday and I'm off on Fridays and it's the weekend. So I can't really do this full time thing for God today. No, no, no. No. When you are, 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 are uh, the art of abundance requires you to identify yourself as a full time laborer of the Lord. Now, who you work for is who supplies your benefits. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me say something with you. Let me share this with you. It, who you work for supplies your benefits. If you work for McDonald's, which nothing is wrong with that, McDonald's will supply your benefits. If you work for Amazon, hallelujah. I wish I had some hookups in there, but I don't. But, but if you work for Amazon, Amazon will give you the benefits, you go up and down according to what Amazon supplies for you. If you work for the Lord, then the Lord supplies as a full-time employee, 
The Lord supplies your benefits, your salary, your vacation time, your, come on somebody, he supplies all of your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Do y'all hear me in this place today? You are a full-time agent. I'm an agent of God and I'm on duty. And I'm on duty every day, hear me. And I'm on duty until I die. <laughs> oh my God. When you, you, when your identity is, is, is tapered by the fact that you are doing this daily and you do this until you die, then you position yourself to be a full-time employee of the Lord and you receive the benefits of full-time employment. Full-time work for the Lord, daily. Peter did this daily and he did it until he, until he died. Come on, somebody. John, on the island of Patmos, he died there. He, he wrote the, the books and he wrote Revelation from the island where he was exiled till he died, till he died. You, there, there is no part-time position in God. <laughs> oh my God. What did I just tell y'all? I said, God don't have part-time positions. <laughs> oh my Jesus. Maybe that just excites me. You, you know, you, you, if you are looking for a part-time position, the kingdom of God is not hiring. <laughs> the kingdom of God is not hiring part-time positions. God only hires full-time agents, those that are ambassadors of Christ. That's your position. Those that have the ministry of reconciliation, that's your position. He only, he only hires farmers that will go out and plant and sow and create harvest. He only hires investors that will invest in the kingdom of God and reap the benefit for him. He only hires workers full time. <laughs> y'all, you never heard that one. My God, y'all better put that on a t-shirt. God don't hire part-time employees. God don't hire part-time saints. God don't hire part-time preachers. Your church might. You're, 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 you might Google and find some part-time praise and worship jobs, but, but, but your job as a servant of the Lord is a full-time and a lifetime position, which means that I am, every day I'm doing this. Paul, Paul died doing this. Paul said, I have finished my course, which means that I'm about to leave out of here. But 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 I'm going to do this until I am taken away into the bosom and the place where Jesus is forever. Paul said, I'm going to do this until eternity. He said, I finished my course, but I'm still working. And I won't stop until I get to Rome, deliver the word of God to those people. And if I'm in prison or whatever I'm doing, I'm going to die doing this. Woo, Jesus, somebody put in chat right quickly. I feel the Holy Ghost. I'm going to die doing this, man. Let me tell you all something. I may not die on a pulpit. I may not die, uh, uh, you know, preaching and teaching, but guess what? I'm a die serving the Lord. <laughs> I'm a die serving the Lord, man. 
I, I, I am going to leave this earth serving God while I'm on the beach with my beautiful wife. When I get retirement, when I have my grandkids around me, my great grandkids, when, when, I, when I leave his, this earth, my last day, it will be said that I served God all of my life. This ain't something that, yeah, kingdom, I hear you, Sean Kate. I'm a kingdom essential worker. Man, I like that. Can I preach that Sunday? Man, I'm an essential worker. You know, when when, when they were asking me questions uh, about the vaccine, they, they said, you know, the, the person asked me about the vaccine. They said, are you an essential worker? I said, I'm a pastor. <laughs> she said, okay, you're essential. <laughs> I was signed up to get the vaccine. They said, they said are you an essential worker? I'm a pastor. I'm a full-time employee of the Lord. Come on, somebody. Because, because the only way to really position yourself to be in abundance is to do it full-time. See, part-time praisers will never see the benefit of full-time benefits in God. Oh, Jesus, this ain't in my notes. I'm so sorry. But but part time worshipers will never see full time benefits. You know, it, it is impossible for you to do this part time and still get full time access to God. But when you do this full time, God gives you full time access to abundance in him. My God, Jesus. And then so I'm doing this every day, man. Put it put it in chat. I'm doing this every day. Uh, this is this is not an option for me. This is not something I do haphazardly. I'm not just preaching to you on Tuesdays and Sundays. No, I do this every day. I do this every day. Come on, somebody. I do this in my family. I do this in my job. I do this in my business. I do this in school. I do this. This is what I do. Because I'm an ambassador of Jesus. Full time. And in order to see the benefits, you, you, your identity has to be full-time laborer of the Lord. Let's go, Markel. Number two, number one is your identity. How do I master the art of, 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 of abundance? Number one is my identity. Number two is my activity, your activity. Let's deal with that. Your activity. When, when, you, are, when you are mastering the art of abundance, you participate in fruit-producing activities. Oh, my God. Y'all going to go back and watch this because there's there's so much content in this short period of time that you're not going to be able to get everything. So go back and watch this. You, you participate in fruit producing activities. Uh, oh, my God. Now, listen, I, I ain't talking about riding your bike. I, I'm not talking about uh, 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 sleeping all day. Uh, when, when you are when you are have the art of abundance, you, you operate in fruit producing activities. Every day. Uh huh. You 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 are doing something that leads to giving God glory and 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 producing fruit for God every day. If you really want abundance, then you have to be doing fruit producing things every day. What have you done for God today? Stop right now. You don't go past my message on Facebook, and don't you scroll past me on YouTube, because my question to you tonight is what did you do to produce fruit for God today? Come on, somebody. You had a long day today? Okay, what did you do yesterday to, 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 to say that you produced fruit for God? 
Okay. Okay. So what do you plan? You didn't do yesterday and today. So what do you plan on doing tomorrow that produces fruit for God? Because, because in order for you to have abundance, you have to be doing fruit producing activities every day. You got it? You, you automatically surrender the fruit to God. When, when, when you are a, a fruit producing uh, uh, agent of the Lord, you are serving the Lord, you automatically, hear me, we should have made that bold face. Next time we're going to make a bold face. You automatically surrender the fruit to God, which means that you don't take this stuff on for yourself. I told you on Sunday, because you got to go back and watch it, that your fruit belongs to God. See, you only operate in favor. You never live off the fruit that you produce for God. Y'all better hear me. The fruit that you produce for God goes to God. God gives in turn to you favor. See, I don't live off the fruit. I live off favor. I don't, I don't necessarily live off of what man does for me and to me. I live off the favor of God. I feel like running in the studio right now. Like literally, I could run right now because, because is there anybody in the chat right now that realize, man, that you're living off a of favor? <laughs> so somebody else applied for the same job and they didn't give them the same amount of money that they're giving you because you don't live off of fruit from your own work. You live off favor. <laughs> My God. Somebody put that out there right now. Man, I'm living on favor. Man, y'all put all kind of stuff on Facebook. And there's all kind of movements going on, all kind of stuff. You know, man, the devil is alive, man. I live off favor. I, I live off favor, y'all. That, that's it. I, 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 I'm not so fabulous. I'm not great. I'm not so anointed. I ain't cute. I, I, I ain't that magnificent. I sure ain't tall. But guess what? I live off of favor. Man, I tell, I, tell, I tell my family all the time, man, the Lord just sends me money. How do I get paid? The Lord sends me money. The Lord sends contracts. The Lord sends business. Lord, I tell you this all the time, man. I live off favor, literally. <laughs> oh, my God. Because I automatically surrender the fruit to God. You know, I, I, since I've been a child, I hear people say, uh, you know, oh, you this you did this so well. You did so well. You know what I say, man? All praise to God. I, I give glory to God. That, that whatever you receive from God, it's 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 because of God. Let me tell you something. Like if you if you get something from God tonight, Adrian is not great. Pastor Adrian is not even great. You know, but 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 if if you receive something, it's because the glory of God is on my life. He favors me to be able to do this, so He gets the glory. And then I just live in the favor, man. <laughs> oh my Jesus, man! Do y'all hear me in, in in this place, man? You 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 see, you don't live off talent. What you do is you automatically surrender all the fruit to God. So you don't take any glory. You don't take the fruit for yourself. You know, you know, when people join your church, they are not your members. You know, these are my members. No, 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 no. He's a, you are a member of the kingdom of God. And God has placed me in your life to shepherd over you. You're not my member. You don't belong to me. You belong to the kingdom of God. So, so, so we, we give all the fruit to God. All right. And then here's what we do. We daily position ourselves to prosper God. Uh-huh. You, you, you daily position yourself to prosper God. Now, this is a whole different mentality because 
uh, hear me, hear me. A lot of us believe that God is in our lives to prosper us instead of seeing how we are connected to God to prosper and to progress him. We are promoting his agenda. We are promoting his will in the earth. Not my will, but thine will be done. So this is not a case where God is in our lives to only advance us. But we are connected to God in order to advance him. Oh, my God. And so I am producing fruit and daily positioning myself to, pr to prosper God. Again, what are you doing to progress God in your life? You're working hard to push yourself. You are, you are working hard to, to get yourself moving forward. But what are you doing to progress God? Man, y'all hear me. Hear me. Man, I know you, you, you did a wonderful job for your family. But what are you doing for God? You got to ask yourself this. It's April. Man, the year is going by. 2021 is flying by. And you haven't done anything for God yet. Come on, man. You, you got to do better. You, 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 you can't let days go by and you don't have any fruit that you produced. Hallelujah. Now, so how this is the art of abundance, right? The art of abundance involves your identity, involves your activity. Number three, it involves your entreaty. Okay, it involves your entreaty. What is entreaty, Pastor? All right, so because a lot of people don't know what entreaty means. So your entreaty is, is an honest or humble request. All right. It, your entreaty is your honest, earnest, and your humble request. An entreaty is really your prayer. An entreaty is your communication to a higher authority to ask them to do something for you. My 12-year-old came to me today and, and, and entreated me and asked me to pick her up some crab legs and some shrimp. That's the most expensive lunch I ever heard in my life. Oh my God, I'm still hurt by that. But she asked, she gave a humble request, Daddy, can you please get this for me because this is what I want. I saw something on TikTok with some shrimp and crab legs and I'm entreating you and begging you and humbly requesting that you buy me crab legs and shrimp. All right. And everybody knows me, my baby girl, she got what she wanted. All right. So, so entreaty means it is an earnest or humble request. That means that you are lower and that person is higher. So you entreat that person and, and implore them and ask of them to do for you what you cannot do for yourself. My God, Jesus. So when you when you're operating in the abundance, in the art of abundance, your entreaty is how you get things released to you from the Father. Okay? Your your request must be made known unto God. Okay? It, it is required that your request be made known unto God. See, God does not say make your request known unto other people because you talking to other people has not gotten you anywhere. 
You, depending on the people, has only given you what people can supply for you. But when you make your request known unto God and you entreat him and you pray to him, then he can tap into his supply to give you what you need. And that's where your abundance is. See, your abundance is not in people. My God. Your abundance is in heaven. Your Heaven has your abundance. I've, I've taught this a couple of times. Heaven has your abundance. And so in order for you to get that abundance in the earth, you must entreat God. You must ask. And he will release to you what you need. Now, your identity, your activity, your entreaty are how you set yourself up for abundance. Now, your identi you identify God as your daily supply. When you are operating abundance, you identify God as your daily supply. My God. I'm loving this and I'm closing a little bit. When you operate in abundance, we're talking about the art of abundance, okay? When you operate in the art of abundance, you identify God as your daily supply. You want abundance? You you see abundance can't see I don't care how much money you make. Let's say you're making millions of dollars. Millions of dollars is still limited to what millions of dollars can afford. It can afford a little bit more, but millions of dollars is still limited. Ask those millionaires who are still in debt. Ask millionaires who are still uh, 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 thinking about committing suicide because they're so swamped in financial disarray because even their millions are not enough to do what they need to do because millions is still limited. Now, if you see God as your daily supply, then you realize that it's not coming from you. It's not coming from your bank account. It is coming from God. God is literally your source. All right. And then you have to pray fruit focused prayers to the father. <laughs> if you want abundance, put this in chat. You have to pray fruit focused prayers to the father. Now, let me tell you what fruit-focused prayers are not. Lord, give me a house. Lord, pay this bill. Lord, give me money for my nails. Lord, I, I, I need money for to get my hair cut. That is not a fruit-focused prayer. No, no, no. Fruit-focused prayers are saying, Lord, give me what I need so I can do more for you. Man, Jesus. Jesus. That's the prayer. That's the prayer, y'all. If you don't hear nothing else I said tonight, and if you don't pray nothing else in the morning, and if you don't pray nothing else tonight, if you pray, Lord, give me what I need so I can do more for you. <laughs> Mm. Hallelujah, God. Mm. That's my prayer. Lord, give me what I need so I can do more for you. What kind of God would not supply you with what you need if your only desire 
is to get more for the purpose of doing more for him. <laughs> your God, hear me, you, I'm talking to you. Man, y'all hear me? Your God will not deny you when you pray the prayer, Lord, give me what I need so I can do more for you. Every time I say it, oh my God, every time I say it, it touches me because I want you to change the way you pray, man. Change the way you, change the way you pray, girl. Change that thing. Change the way you approach God. If you really want to operate in abundance, you, 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 you got to say, Lord, give me what I need so I can do more for you. <laughs> man, do y'all hear this? Do y'all hear this tonight? Give me what I need so I can do more for you. My God. Hmm. Acts chapter four. I'm, I'm, I'm going to read this and we'll be out of here. And then uh, we'll go through this list here. Um, Acts chapter four. The Bible says that that the, the disciples, the apostles were actually um, threatened because they God used Peter and John to heal the lame man that was at the gate. You know what I mean? That was at the temple. Excuse me. And uh, everybody was in disarray. And everybody was like, man, what's going on? How did this guy that was born lame, how in the world could he walk, man? You know, so 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 they threatened. They threatened Peter and John and the apostles and said, listen, don't preach no more in his name because this is this is a mess, man. We don't even, we can't explain it. See, the Pharisees and, 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 the, and the theologians of that day, they wanted to be able to explain everything that happened. And when they came to explain it, and, 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 they, and then Peter said it was because of Jesus that was crucified, that this man was, was, was walking. You know, man, they didn't want to deal with the shame of crucifying Jesus. And they didn't want to hear his name after he had, he had died and that he was still working in the earth. They didn't want to believe that miracle. So they said, listen, y'all shut up. Don't y'all preach in that name no more. Here's what the apostles did. The apostles prayed. They, they gave an entreaty to God. They, they, they gave an entreaty to God. They, they prayed. And the, the Bible says in, in Acts chapter 4, in verse 29, it says, And now, Lord, behold their praying. It says, Now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness that they may speak thy word by stretching forth thine hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done in the name of thy holy child, Jesus. And the Bible says in verse 31, Acts 4 and 31 says, and when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God with boldness. And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart, and of one soul, neither said any of them that ought of the things which he possessed was his own, but he had all, but they had all things common, and with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. And the Bible says nobody lacked <laughs> because everybody gave their possessions and everybody had the same thing collectively. In this socialist society that was created, everybody was had everything in common. Come on, somebody. The community of God 
flourish after the threat because they entreated God. They, they, they asked God to give them what they needed so that they could do more for him. You read it in your study time tonight before you go to bed. Read Acts chapter 4. Read Acts chapter 3 and Acts chapter 4. That's your assignment. Because you'll see the great move of God that's taking place and how their prayers allowed them to see the abundance that they needed to do more for God. <laughs> My God, Jesus. Now, I'm, I'm going to give you like four abundance formulas here. Write these down and then we'll be done. All right. We're doing good tonight. All right. Four abundance, uh, uh, four formulas, formulas for the art of abundance. Uh, the art of abundance has four formulas. All right. Here's what I want you to do. Number one is I satisfy God and God satisfies me. That's number one. This, this is the formula for how to have abundance in your life on a regular basis. If you want to be a master of abundance, your philosophy is I satisfy God and God satisfies me. Say it. Come on. I satisfy God. In your kitchen, in your car, wherever you are, say it. I satisfy God. God satisfies me. Number two, I add value to God. And God adds his valuables to me. Okay? I add value to God through my through my action, through my work, through my faith. And God adds value, his valuables to me. Okay? When I give God what is valuable to me, and increase, and I, I give God what is valuable to Him. Excuse me. Then He gives me what is valuable to me. <laughs> My Jesus. Number three, I focus on producing fruit, and God focuses on producing favor for me. Okay, this is the formula. When I focus on producing fruit, God focuses on producing favor for me. When I produce, when my focus on in my life is to produce fruit for him, his focus in my life is to produce favor for me. Last one. When I do more for God, God provides more for me to do more for him. My God. When I do more for God, God provides more for me to be able to do more for him. Do y'all hear me tonight? That's, these are the art of abundance formulas. These are the formulas that you need to write down. These are the, the remedies of things that you need to remember. And the remedy to your dilemma right now is that if you position yourself to be a fruit producing agent, You'll never lack. Because God will make sure that all of your need is supplied according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now, St. John 15 and 16. We'll read this verse and we're done. St. John 15 and 16. The Bible says, Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that ye should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. That whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, 
he may give it you. I just showed you this scripture and exegeted the scripture for you this entire time. Because that scripture encompasses the art of abundance. You have not chosen me, your identity. You're selected. But I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit, your activity. You should go and bring forth, bring it forth. That's your activity. What are you bringing forth? Your identity, you're chosen. Your activity, you're a fruit producing agent. And number three, your entreaty. He said that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, that he will do it for you in the name of Jesus. That's your entreaty in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lastly, last point. People who master, hear me. People who master the art of abundance daily live in the eternal principle that everything they have increases the kingdom of God. And God makes sure that they have all that they need to do more for him. Listen to me. This is it. People who master the art of abundance daily. You can't do anything good unless you do it every day. I teach my children that. I teach it in my house. I teach it in my life. I apply this. If you want to do, if you want to be a master of something, you have to do it every day. If you want to do something well, you have to do it every day. People who master the art of abundance daily live in the eternal principle. They live by a principle. People who have abundance, they live by a principle that everything they have, it increases the kingdom of God. They use everything that they have, every gift, every talent, the, the words that come out of their mouth, the anointing, their jobs, their money, everything. They use it all to increase the kingdom of God. And God makes sure that they have all that they need to do more for him. Hallelujah. That's the art of abundance. That's the art of abundance. To live purposely, intentionally, increasing the kingdom of God through your identity, your activity, and your entry. And everything that you're doing is to progress God. And as you progress God, God progresses you. Hallelujah. The art of abundance. The art of abundance. Hallelujah. Worship him right now. Come on. 30 seconds here right now. Come on. Worship God. Worship God. Worship him. Come on. Right where you are. Worship God. Open up your mouth. Worship him. Somebody can be saved tonight. Somebody can receive the Holy Ghost tonight just worshiping God, just, just calling out his name, Jesus. 
that's where the power is. You, you've been calling on the wrong name. That's why you have not received Christ. Because you cannot receive Christ unless you call Christ. Unless you call on him. The Bible said there shall come a time that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. In another scripture, it says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. What's the greatest deliverance that we have? It is salvation. Because salvation saves us and deliver, delivers us from the penalty, the punishment, and the position of sin. And it postures us and posits us into the place where we sit in heavenly places with Jesus Christ. We are no longer in the place of sin. Sin has been defeated and dominated by Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. And now we are living in the kingdom of God. We are sons and daughters of Jesus. We are heirs to his throne in the earth. And we will live with him in eternity forever. It is the best package ever. It, it, the report of salvation says I'm healed. I'm saved. I'm delivered. Sozo. You know what I mean? There, there, is, there is protection for me. There is salvation. There is deliverance. And there is healing. All wrapped up in that word sozo, that, that, that ancient word sozo, which means healed, delivered, set free, saved. I'm saved. <laughs> Hallelujah. And if you want to be saved tonight, you ought to repent of your sins, turn away from where you are, and turn toward Jesus. You can do it tonight. I had to do it. Those that are saved, we had to all turn like you. We, we were never perfect at, at birth. So at some point, we all had to turn toward Jesus. We had to all reject where we were to get to where God is. And we begin to call on the name. We repented of our sins. And we believe that Jesus Christ was born and, and died and rose again for our salvation. We confess that Jesus Christ was Lord. And as we confess, we called, my God. We opened up our mouth. And the Bible says, if you open up your mouth wide, he'll fill it. We opened up our mouths and he began to fill us with his spirit, with his words, with his power. And out of us came his words of power that no man can give us. It was, it was a speaking with tongues, that, as the Bible declares it. The Bible calls it a speaking with other tongues. The Bible calls it a speaking with unknown tongues because it was something that only God could give. It was a heavenly language. And I believe some of you have been striving for God, but you have not received the spirit. You have not called on him to receive the Holy Ghost. And where the Holy Ghost is, the Holy Ghost comes with a language. The Holy Ghost is, is you being transferred from the kingdom of earth to the kingdom of heaven. And heaven is a kingdom that has a language. And when you, here's how you know you have transferred from being raptured and, and wrapped up in sin to wrapped up in salvation, that your language changes. My God. I, I ain't got time to teach the Holy Ghost, I, but I will. But I will teach a lesson just on the Holy Ghost. You go to our website, go to our, our uh, you, there, there will be a catalog of messages there that deal with salvation. There, there. You go to it right now. Look at our faith statement. You will find out how to receive the Holy Spirit. 
But you can call right now, 833-247-8326. And, and if you say, I want to be saved, I want to know more about salvation, about the Holy Spirit. I haven't received that yet. I believe, but I haven't received. And so I want you to do that tonight. Do that. Call the number. We'll pray with you. If you have prayer requests, we'll pray with you. We want you to be saved. We want you to be set free. And Jesus is the only one that can set you free. And if you believe that tonight, and if you're willing to confess that tonight, you're willing to repent of your sins tonight, you can be saved. We will make sure that you get baptized in the water in Jesus name and that we'll, we'll lead you to the scriptures that show you how to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. All right. Now, I want everybody to make sure you give. Um, it, it, the, people are receiving uh, all types of uh, checks in the mail. People are receiving bonuses. People are receiving uh, increases. But guess what? You must make sure that you honor God with your tithing and with your offering. And if you are not tithing somewhere, then the everyday church is a place where you can tithe because this is soil. This is good ground. This is a storehouse. The Bible says, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse. It is a place where you can receive and be distributed the word of God. Now, so bring in the tithing. That's how the body of Christ moves forward. Not my life. I live off favor. But the ministry operates from the giving of the people. And so make sure that you are giving tonight. Don't don't let this word go past you and you not gave. You not give. If you heard and received, you must give tonight. OK, I want you to put our givings uh, uh, presentation here because I want to make sure that you can you can text the word give to three, three, six, nine, four, eight, eleven, forty four. You can cash app the everyday church, dollar sign, the everyday church. Everybody has cash app. Don't act like you don't have it. And then you can go to the online website, theeverydaychurch.org, and you can give tonight. Make sure that you do it. All right. Because that's how we operate in abundance as well. Giving is a part of serving. Giving is a part of worship. Tomorrow, Wednesday at 8 p.m., we have our new members course. Tomorrow at 8 p.m., our new members course is tomorrow. You must go on the website to register for free. It'll take you it'll take you one minute to register. Like when you get off this line tonight, it'll take you one minute to register for the new members course. And then that will be tomorrow night, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right. We'll send you the text or the email with the information, the link for the Zoom for the Everyday Church new members course. Now, if you were on my course last week, I gave you all an assignment. Thank you all for those that are giving. I see you're giving. For, for, for those that were in my course last week, you must invite somebody. Okay, you must. In, it's mandatory for you to be fruitful that you invite somebody to be a part of the new members course tomorrow. You know so many people that need a church. Everybody ain't in church. You know, everybody ain't went back to church on Easter Sunday. There's some people who still are not comfortable. There's some people who are not able to. There's some people who just won't go back to church, but they will go online. And they do have a phone and the internet. If they got phone and internet and they need church, they need to be a part of the everyday church. And I want you to be a part of what we're doing. It's, it will benefit you and your family. The word is good, but our community is even better. Okay? So be a part of what we're doing with the everyday church. All right? On behalf of my wife, uh, First Lady Belisha, beautiful wife. I love her. I appreciate God for her. I try to tell her as much as possible. I appreciate you. You know, people need seven touches in a day. 
people need to be touched seven times with your words and with your hands. So, so I want to make sure that we that I that I communicate to my wife privately, publicly, with y'all here, with y'all not here. I love you. I appreciate you. And she is praying for you all as well. She's a prayer warrior. She's a wonderful counselor person that can really counsel with women and, and marriages and couples. And she's really good. And I thank God for the support system that I have with her. Uh, and she she is a, a wonderful foundation for this family. And I thank God for her in this family and in this family of God, who she represents in the kingdom of, of God is awesome. Okay, she's awesome to me. I'm her number one fan. On behalf of my wife, my beautiful children, smart, excellent. I love them. I appreciate God for them. They make it easy to parent. Adriana and Peyton, soldiers for God. They're warriors for God already in their own regard. They're going to have awesome legacies in God. I thank God for them. We are praying for you. We want you to succeed. And on behalf of the Everyday Church, God bless you is our prayer for tonight.